Today's episode of Peers to Peers is powered by Shopify, the leading global commerce company that's shaping today's entrepreneurial economy. What started as three mates in a coffee shop trying to sell a snowboard has ended in thousands of employees around the world, bringing over 1.7 million businesses to life. You could say Shopify is a peer to us and entrepreneurs around the world. So peers, if you're looking to start your own business, head to shopify.com.au for your 14-day free trial. Hello, peers, and welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. Peers speaking, peers listening. This is a conversation for you. I'm your host, Michelle Akidinol, founder of Leading Australian Podcast Agency and 2021 Australian Podcast Awards finalists, The Peers Project, and your fellow passionate peer. Each week, I invite an inspiring millennial entrepreneur from around the globe to chat with me. No filters, just real talk, peer to peer. Together, we unpack what it takes to go your own way, pursue your passion, and why there's really nothing better. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, please do pass it on. The more peers, the merrier. Hello, peers, and welcome back to the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. While the early months of 2020 feels like a lifetime ago, it was, in fact, just two years ago. Crazy, right? And how much has changed since then? For today's guest, Carly Mednick, the pandemic proved an opportunity to build something of her own. Carly is a partner and founder at Monday Talent, a New York-based recruitment company that specialises in building diverse teams and achieving equal and inclusive workplaces. In today's episode, Carly shares how her and her team navigated through the dark days of business, taking a leap of faith even when the timing isn't perfect, and the value in the age-old saying, if you never try, then you'll never know. For those of you who haven't yet posted about our podcast on your socials, or if you're new here, firstly, welcome. And please do take a screenshot of this episode right now, post it to your Instagram story and tag us at The Peers Project so that other peers out there can benefit from the wisdom of these incredible millennial entrepreneurs and help us on our mission to empower you all to pursue what you're most passionate about through entrepreneurship. Okay, peers, without further ado, welcome, Carly. Carly, welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. Of course. You know, you and I recently connected when I looked into you and all of the incredible work you're doing in recruitment and in the business space. I knew I had to have you come on the show. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Of course. I'm excited to be chatting with you. Awesome. So look, for those of us who don't know who you are and what you do, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm Carly Mednick. 
Um, I am one of the partners and co-founders of Monday Talent. We are an executive search firm and we specialize in recruiting for marketing, communications, and creative roles with a fierce commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, we launched our business during the pandemic. You know, who would have ever thought launching a business during a <laughs> pandemic? Um, but, you know, we are 17 people now and growing like crazy. So it's been a really fantastic journey, you know, especially given the circumstances. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to dive deeper into you launching a business during COVID. But before <laughs> we do, I'd love to start with a question that I've often found to be very insightful and revealing. And that is, where did you grow up? And how has this impacted the choices you've made in your life and in your career so far? That's a great question. So I'm born and raised in New York. Um, I grew up in the suburbs outside of New York City, about 45 minutes away. Um, I live in New York City now, and my whole family is in New York as well. Um, I think, you know, just New York. New York is a melting pot, and I think that's really given me a ton of amazing opportunity living in New York. You know, there's just so much going on here always, but also in the sense of you know, having different perspectives, being around different people, you know, again, back to that melting pot kind of concept, you know, people that live in New York really come from all different walks of lives, all different backgrounds. Um, and I think that's been an amazing thing. And I think that's really helped to shape Monday Talent too, having that perspective and being around different types of people and, and different perspectives as well. Mm. Ah, the city of dreams. Oh my goodness. You know, (laughs) growing up in New York, as you said, it's obviously the hustle and the buzz of the energy of the city, but also the diversity of the city. I want to learn a little bit more about Carly, the early years, you know, when you were growing up in NYC, kind of walking the streets, what were you getting up to? You know, do you think you were able to kind of take in the diversity of the city then? Or do you think that came in a bit later as you grew up and I guess headed off to college and whatnot? Yeah, I think it really came later in life. You know, growing up in the suburbs of New York, I was in Manhattan and New York City in general quite often. My grandparents lived in the city, so um, I was here a lot. Um, But, you know, I think it definitely came later in life, like particularly even after graduating college. Um, You know, I think the town that I grew up in It was definitely diverse in a number of different ways, Um, but, you know, I guess not as diverse as like New York City as a whole. So I think, you know, just moving to the city after I graduated gave me such a different perspective on life. Um, And it's been something that's been really useful. And it's something that I'll take with me throughout my entire career as well. Um, And I think it's been a big part of shaping Monday Talent, too, in terms of those perspectives and those kind of experiences, too. Talk to me a little bit about your parents. You know, what did they do? And I guess what role did they play in shaping you and kind of your view on the world way back, you know, when you were just growing up and finding your feet and trying to figure out who you are? Yeah. So I'm very, very close with my parents. They're my best friends. I talk to them a million times a day. And I'm very lucky that they live very close to the city still. So I get to see them a lot. Um, both of my parents are extremely hardworking. Um, my dad actually comes from an entrepreneurial type of background, having started businesses in his past. He's very scrappy and quick-witted and really driven. And I think I get a lot of that from him. And my mom is actually a teacher. She's a special ed teacher. So she's no stranger to hard work either. You know, it's definitely not an easy field to be in. And 
you know, she's still working to this day. She tutors after school too. She's really a, a hard worker as well. Mm. What do you think your parents being a hard worker taught you about how to show up in the world? And I guess, you know, what does hard work mean to you? Yeah, I think, you know, my parents always instilled in me, you know, just get your work done. And I think that was a big motivator for me too. You know, I, I was a smart kid. I, I liked school. A lot of kids don't like school. Um, and I think the fact that like I had a passion for learning and my mom being an educator too, I think really showed me as well, you know, that education is super important. Um, and I think I'm constantly learning every single day still. And, and I never want my education to stop, you know, and, and education doesn't have to be in the form of formal education, you know, in terms of taking classes, but I just think there's so much you could take in from other people. Um, and, and that's why I feel like I'm constantly learning from the people on my team, the people that I work with, and, and those I come into contact with on a daily basis, too. It's so true. You know, I think this idea of kind of ongoing learning that for you clearly was embedded in you in the early days from your parents, from your mom. I think it's so valuable. I think at the other side of the coin, though, there's so much information available to us. There's so much out there. We're constantly hit via social media and whatnot with so many things to learn, to do, et cetera, et cetera. And I can only imagine growing up, you know, or even living in New York now, you know, it's that constant, you've got to do more, you've got to be more. Would that ever take a toll, you know? And if so, how did you combat that? And give us an example of a time where that just really took a toll for you. Yeah. So I actually can't, think of a time where it's taken a toll on me. I don't think it has. Lucky. I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been pretty lucky in the sense that I'm really self-motivated and, you know, pretty driven in that sense. You know, I studied entrepreneurship in college too. And, you know, these are just the kind of things that I've always been interested in. I'm pretty intellectually curious and always want to be learning. So that's the type of thing that it's hard to pinpoint, you know, a specific time where something like that took a toll on me. But I think just in general, you know, I guess it's putting pressure on myself, you know, to want to continue to do more. Of course, that can take a toll on you. And, you know, particularly like when you're starting a business as well, um, there's a lot of pressure on yourself and there's a lot going on. And, you know, not to mention when I did launch Monday Talent with my two partners as well, um, there were a lot of outside pressures, you know, going on in the world. There still are, you know, and, and so there was just quite a lot going on and, you know, all of that can certainly take a toll, but I'm the kind of person that, you know, I like to think I'm super resilient. I can push forward. I can pick myself back up. Um, and that's something that I, you know, am really proud of, I will say too, um, because I know it's something that doesn't come easily and, you know, it's not something that you can always do, but uh, it's the kind of mindset that I always really try to push forward. So valuable. And for our peers out there listening who really resonate with that, I mean, I totally do that idea of like putting pressure on myself to perform. I mean, yeah. oh my goodness, all of us high achievers and our peers out there <laughs> listening, like, why do we do this to ourselves? I know. You know, for our peers out there listening who just feel like they're really dealing with that pressure, and perhaps it's external and internal, what advice would you give to us about learning to? take a step back and perhaps not internalize all of the pressure because it can be a lot. What advice do you have? Yeah, I think, you know, reflection is really important. Mm. I think it's really important to step back and reflect and, you know, see kind of what went on in, you know, this specific situation and what are you going to do moving forward? You know, sure, you could sit there and you can dwell for 
days and days and weeks and months and years, but it's important to just continue pushing forward and, and being your best self too and having that positive attitude. I think a lot of it is easier said than done. And I think everyone should have their off days. You know, not everyone is going to be totally on all the time, but I think it's important to recognize, you know, I'm not having a great day. This, that happened. Um, and, you know, I'm going to push forward. And here's what I'm going to do next time when that happens too. And, you know, whether that down period lasts a day or five days, you know, just it's important to recognize what made you feel that way and how are you going to look at things and really push forward different in the future too. Because, things like this are going to always happen. You know, it, it's, it's a cycle, unfortunately. Um, so it's important to make sure that you have those tools in your personal toolbox. Um, and so you're able to see what things work for you personally, because what works for one person versus the other is not always going to be the same. When was your last down day or down period? And how did you tackle that? So in recruitment, um, there is a lot of rejection that you have to deal with. And I think that's a big thing that I look for when I'm hiring for my team and, you know, people that I work with too. You have to deal with rejection. You know, we are reaching out to people constantly who might necessarily not want to talk to us. We, we talk to people, they go through a whole process and, you know, they don't accept the job offer. And so, you know, it's something that I deal with every week, but it's something that I've also ingrained in myself that, listen, you know, you can't take these kind of things personally. You know, if someone doesn't want to take the job, it's not because of me. There are so many other factors out there. You know, maybe someone just bought a house, got another really great opportunity. Maybe they don't love the opportunity that was presented to them. And all of those things are out of my control. Um, and so I think, you know, again, it's something that happens constantly, unfortunately, in the field that I'm in. Um, but it's important to realize those factors of, listen, it's not me, it's the situation. And, you know, you just have to realize that there's nothing you could have done differently in that situation. So why beat yourself up about it? How can we get better at separating ourselves from the situation? I think it's really relative to the person. I think something that helps me is taking a step back and just thinking about the situation. Um, I think distractions are great as well. I think if you sit in front of the computer and you're like, you know, with your head down and just like, you know, pumping your fists on the table, sure, you could have this moments of aggression and, you know, just really not being happy in that situation. But I think it's important to realize that like, you should have that work-life balance. You should go outside. You should get some fresh air, go take a walk, get past it, meet up with a friend, have lunch, grab a drink, um, grab dinner, you know, talk to someone on the phone and really talk that through. I think sometimes these things are hard to get through alone and it's important to talk to others and have people who are there for you too. have that strong support system. Was there a time recently or maybe in the early days when you were starting out, you know, where you felt really isolated and alone and like you didn't have someone to turn to? You know, I feel like a lot of the time, given the circumstances that we all just came through, you know, I mean, I felt that way so many times, you know, throughout my journey. And I'm sure our peers out there listening can resonate with that. You know, was there a time where you just felt that isolation and alone? And, you know, I think the entrepreneurial journey, it's so natural for that to happen. But what did you do in that scenario? And I guess, how did you navigate through that? I've been really lucky that I have an amazing support system. Um, my two partners, Jamie and Jillian, are absolutely amazing. And they're always, you know, two shoulders to lean on. 
Um, Jamie and I have been working together my entire career. So I have had his support since day one, and I've never felt like I was alone in that sense. Um, and Jillian, you know, as well, I, I feel the exact same turning to either of them. You know, they always have my back. And I think that's why we have such a successful partnership at Monday Talent, too. Um, I think also my sister is actually a recruiter. So she understands what I deal with day in and day out. She's a couple years older than me. Um, so having, you know, an extra external source too to say, here's the situation. Here's what went on. You know, what's your advice? How do you see it? And just getting an outsider's perspective as well. I think, you know, those are the things that have been so helpful for me. Um, and I've been very lucky that I have some really great shoulders to lean on that understand my situation that are in the same exact field of work that I am in too. So they get it. <laughs> So lucky. Oh, so lucky, Carly. I definitely, there've been moments and times where I felt completely lost and alone. And I guess, you know, for our peers out there listening, I want to dive deeper into the story, but we'll just end on this. For our peers out there listening who don't have that support network yet, or, you know, haven't got it, or they've lost it along the way, you know, what advice would you give to us about finding our people like true people who we can lean on during some of the dark times, especially in the journey of entrepreneurship? Yeah, I think it's important to have a mentor, really get out there, network, you know, find that mentor. Um, I think if you have someone like that, that you can lean on, that's huge. And it's easier said than done. I think meeting people in general is not the easiest thing, especially, you know, in your adult life. So you know, I would definitely suggest people like, you know, network on LinkedIn, go to networking events now that networking is back, whether it be, you know, virtual or in person, um, and really just, you know, have a lot of conversations and meet people, you know, maybe these people aren't going to be your best friends in the entire world, you know, that you lean on for that kind of stuff. I'm lucky that the people I lean on <laughs> tend to be my very, very close people in my life. Um, but I think, you know, just like to have those non-biased sources and people out there that you can talk to is important. And, you know, just get out there and search. You know, you never know. You could strike up a conversation with someone even in a restaurant and they might be a useful contact and someone for you to lean on. Um, I really just stand by like always be networking. And that can come in so many ways, shapes and forms. It can come in an email. It can come in person in this virtual remote world that we're in. I mean, you're in Australia and I'm in New York, you know, and here we are talking to, I think, you know, the sky's the limit in terms of possibilities, especially in this remote world where technology is totally leading right now. Um, I would just tell people really don't give up, you know, keep looking, keep having these conversations and you will find your people. Yes. Oh, I love it, Carly. So I want to dive a bit deeper into the story. So you left New York and you went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And as you mentioned, you did entrepreneurship and also communications. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about what your college days were like and your decision to work in recruitment straight after that. Yeah, absolutely. So Wisconsin was the absolute best place for me to be. I could go <laughs> on and on about my days going to University of Wisconsin um, I was actually just with my college friends this past weekend, um, very, very dear people in my life. And, you know, it just was an amazing experience being there and highly recommend it to anyone who's looking for an unbelievable college experience. You know, there's really everything there. But yeah, that aside, so I went in, really thought that I wanted to study communications. I thought I wanted to work in PR, actually. Um, so started taking classes, really enjoyed the coursework. I always had a very keen interest in business, too, um, which is why I also studied entrepreneurship. 
Um, and, you know, just learning about that, I was kind of like, hmm, like maybe I would want to do something on my own someday. But, you know, a 20 year old, you know, sometimes it's hard to formulate what that would look like. And so when I was graduating college, I was having a lot of conversations, having a bunch of interviews across communications and marketing. And I was leaving these interviews. And I remember I was like turning to my family, I was talking to my dad and my mom, my sister. I was like, I'm not super interested in any of this. And they were like, it's okay. You know, you just graduated a month ago. Like, keep looking. You know, there's no rush. It's all very fresh. You know, it's just been a couple weeks. And then I had a conversation with my sister. And as I mentioned, she is a recruiter. Um, And she said, listen, Carly, you know, why don't you look into recruitment? You have a great personality. You have that drive. You're money motivated. Look into it. So I did start having conversations there really enjoyed that. And it felt like something that I could do and also something that I could be good at too. And that's how I found my first job. And it was actually recruitment or PR and communications, which is a field that I knew very well. And I was like, oh, well, marrying these two things is unbelievable. And then I met my now business partner, Jamie, and the rest was history. The rest was history. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So you were at that recruitment firm, I think for about five years. And it was, I think it wasn't until you decided to start your business that you left the company. You know, can you talk to us a little bit about that transition there, the desire to leave after cementing yourself in an organization for, you know, almost five years? Where did that desire to start Monday come from? And what did that time look like just prior to quitting? So it was definitely a tough decision and a hard time too. I think, you know, myself, Jamie and Jillian, we had a number of conversations and just realized the three of us wanted to do something different. And that's how Monday Talent came to be. The three of us really just shared a lot of similar perspectives and outlooks into certain situations. We're all deeply committed to, you know, diversity and and equity and inclusion. I think, you know, we are very different from other recruiters out there in that we're not transactional. There's a lot of recruitment firms out there. It's just dollars, dollars, KPIs. And the three of us are not like that at all. Um, And I think the fact that three of us clicked and we shared this common vision, um, we just felt like, you know, there's nothing that we can't accomplish with the three of us together. So it was a leap of faith. And then you throw, you know, COVID and a pandemic into the picture. And it was certainly a big wrench in our plans. But You know, I think, you know, having the support of my unbelievable partners, as I said, made it a lot easier. I think the three of us leaned on each other a ton. And I'm proud to say that we've built something really great, too. It's so amazing. I want to talk a little bit about the dark side of business. You know, I feel like a lot of the time we look at social media and it's all sexy to have a startup and to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> but I mean, the reality is it's, it's almost quite the opposite. Um, so I want to talk a bit about the dark side. You know, you started your business right before a pandemic hit, you know, or in the midst of it. You've already decided to take a leap of faith, which is quitting your job that, you know, your salary, all of that good stuff, and then deciding to go out on your own and then to throw that in the mix, the external factors. I can't even imagine, you know, talk us through some of the dark times in the early days. You know, we all have them. And I just think back to my first two years (laughs) and I just laugh because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow. Talk to us a little bit about that and how you navigated through it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I always thought I was no stranger to hard work until starting a business on my own um, with my two partners as well. I think, you know, the hours that the three of us had to work to get things up and running. I mean, the biggest thing that I think of is, you know, when we had our official launch or website launch, you know, the weeks leading up to that, um, they were crazy. We were working, I don't even know, 16 hour days, you know, we were working weekends and, you know, it was just so important for us to get things up and running. And, you know, when it's early days, we didn't have the support system that we have right now. Um, so not only were we doing, you know, recruitment activities and trying to make money for our business, but we were trying to launch a brand too. So there's so much that goes on beyond it. You know, people think, oh, you have this amazing business, but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, you know, from an operational, a financial, um, a brand perspective, you know, all these things that you have to think of that you wouldn't if you were to just join a company that already existed. You know, we had to think about like our value proposition. What did we want to accomplish as a business too? And, you know, all those things, we all certainly had sleepless nights and, you know, we would text each other in the middle of the night and, you know, again at, at seven o'clock the next morning. But I think, you know, I'm glad those dark days are all over. We call them the dark days too, because they certainly weren't easy at the time. Um, and, you know, we're proud to say that they definitely paid off. And I think, you know, hard work does pay off always in some way, shape or form. Um, but at the time, it was very hard and we were just like, when are we going to get our lives back? I think it was an interesting time though, because, you know, height of a pandemic, there was not much to do anyway. So it wasn't like we had to juggle, oh, I have a wedding this weekend and a, and a party to go to. There was nothing in that sense. No one was doing anything. So it made it a bit easier from that perspective. But the hard work, I mean, it's not easy. It is not easy. And I think back to that time you know where everyone was losing their jobs it was like a it was like mm. almost a warp and just everyone I knew was just you know and it's crazy all these really intelligent smart you know highly paid professionals are just losing jobs right left and center you know for you starting a recruitment business during that time where was your head at you know what did you and your partners think about okay well, how are we even going to tackle this was there, you know, talk to us a little bit about the thought process and for our peers out there listening who feel like it's not the right time to start their business, but they've wanted to do it for such a long time. What would you say to them? I think a huge thing is if you don't try, you'll never know. And I'm a really big believer of that. I think, you know, as I was saying, sometimes you have to take that leap of faith and it's scary. It definitely is. There, There's no denying that. But I think it's important to take that leap of faith and try it. And, you know, if things don't work out, they don't work out. But at the very least, you can try it, you know, and, and then you don't look back and regret it in five years from now and say, oh, I have this amazing idea. I could have done something big, but maybe the moment was lost then five years later because someone else did it. So I think it's really important to really just like seize the moment and take that opportunity and try things out overall. Um, and if it's not now, then when is kind of the way that I see it. Not now, then when. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So, Carly, I want to talk a bit about building the business. So, you know, you, you mentioned the pre-launch period chaos, you know, while just trying to 
understand the finances, the branding, all of the elements, you know, what were the first things that you did to get the business off the ground once you'd launched? And what was that period between kind of the initial launch to, okay, now we kind of like, we've got one client or we've got two, you know, what, <laughs> what, what was that time frame and period like? I think it was a million things mm. kind of built into one, you know, at the same time that we were trying to come up with a name, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to make of the business while also creating a brand and understanding like what all three of our roles were going to look like too, and seeing what our growth would look like as well. All while there was a pandemic in the background and people were losing their jobs. So Again, like we started in a field that was hit really hard by the pandemic, particularly in the beginning, you know, March 2020, April 2020, hiring was put on pause. So many people were laid off from their jobs, unfortunately. It was a really dark time for a lot of people, not to mention, you know, all the horrible things going on in the world at that time. You know, also George Floyd and, and the whole Black Lives Matter um, moment happened directly after two, all those moments were not easy for society as a whole. Um, and so I think, you know, we were dealing with all of these things in the background while also trying to get a business really together at the same time too, in our heads and trying to formulate things. So, you know, in terms of, again, that brand name, what the brand looks like, what each of our roles and scopes and what the business is going to be trying to do all that at the same time, it was a huge challenge. And you know, we all had to kind of band together and be each other's support systems um, and see what is it that we're going to be able to make of it. Was there ever a part in those early days where you just thought, I don't know if we can do this? Oh, like, I definitely. <laughs> definitely. We all did. You know, we, we saw the situation yeah. and what was going on in the world and we didn't know when or if things would bounce back. It was such a scary time. Um, but that aside, it was, you know, we were working such long hours. We we're like, how much longer can we do this? You know, like there has to come a point. And luckily there did. And, you know, we built a fantastic and extremely supportive team too. But at the time, it's hard to kind of see past that. You know, all you're thinking about is in the moment and how much work you have to do and just how much there is to accomplish to even finish your day off. Um, and so at the time, all three of us were like, wow, I mean, what is going to happen? I think we we're almost scared to talk about it out loud, but I know all three of us had the same thoughts in our heads, like what is going to happen? It's going to happen. For our peers out there listening who are really still in that grind, you know, they've just launched their brand or they're just about to launch their business and maybe they're doing it at nights because they've got their full-time job that they've still got, you know, and they're in that dark place. You know, what advice would you give to them about getting through it and trying to persist during the dark times? It's important to recognize that the end is in sight. It's not always going to be like that. So while the situation right now might be less than ideal and you're putting all your blood, sweat and tears into everything, I think, you know, the outcome could be something that's absolutely incredible. And I think if you have that passion and you really believe in what you're doing, you know, just seeing like the bright light at the end of the tunnel and, and understanding that you can get there, you know, it's just a matter of time. Um, but also going back to, you know, leaning on those around you, asking for advice, 
maybe even getting some support too, you know, and, and that doesn't have to mean in terms of business support, but even just, you know, emotional and mental health well-being kind of support too. I think having people to talk to is always going to help you in that sense. And I am totally of the mindset, hard work pays off. You know, if you have this idea and you have that passion and that drive and the ambition behind it as well, you will succeed. Wow. Oh my goodness, Carly. We could talk for days. I'm absolutely loving this, but I am mindful of your time. I have a couple of final questions for you. And the first one is, what has been your greatest failure and win to date? Wow. That is a tough one. I think the win is probably easier to think about. I think, you know, coming out on the other side and building this, you know, amazing business that we have now, myself, along with my two partners, Monday Talent, um, I think that's a huge win. Um, I think it's something that I'm so passionate about. And, you know, as you said, you know, we could talk for days and days and I could go on and on about, you know, what we're doing at Monday Talent and how we're different as well. But I think the fact that we've been able to create a business that stands out from other recruitment firms out there, um, you know, that we have this fierce commitment to, you know, building equitable and diverse and inclusive teams um, that we've built, you know, an incredible team internally too. You know, I'm proud to say we're 50% or over 50% um, people of color on our team. And that's something that we're very proud of. Yeah. and, And it's something that, we're doing for the clients that we recruit for too. Um, and you know, that work does not end here. It's something that we will always be doing. It is something that the three of us and our entire team as a whole is very passionate about. So to me, I see that as a huge win. Again, I think the failure is kind of hard to think of. I'm sure there are some, but I, I can't think of one that sticks out at me like a sore thumb. I, I really can't. Um, but there definitely are. I mean, nothing comes easy and, and the journey is not easy as you and I spoke about. So I think, you know, just all those hurdles are, along the way are are the tough parts. Um, I don't know if I necessarily see them as failures. Um, I don't like to see anything as a failure. I think, you know, you have to push forward. You have to be resilient and, you know, you will get there. You'll get to where you want to be if that's tomorrow in five years or 10 years it's important to recognize, like, just don't give up and and just keep going. So well said. Look, Carly, over the last two years in business, you've really gone from strength to strength. It probably feels like a lifetime considering you launched during the pandemic, but two years. (laughs) You've received a lot of recognition for your work. Most recently you were featured on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list. What are three key pieces of advice that you'd give our peers out there listening that you wish you got when you were just starting out? I think it's important to really understand and something that I wish I understood is that it's not easy as you and I spoke about, you know, starting a business, it's not all it's made out to be. And there's a crazy statistic out there that like most startups fail in their first year and, and, you know, a, a number more fail within their first three to five years. So um, I think that's something, you know, that when I was starting Monday Town, my partners, it's not something that we ever even spoke about because we didn't want to think about that. Um, but I do think it's important to think of. Um, I think it's also, you know, back to the resiliency too. I think, you know, it's something that I've learned throughout my career. But I think in, whenever you're starting a business, like you're going to have to deal with rejection, whether that's, you know, you're looking to get funding and, and that's hard to do. You know, you're, you have this idea and people aren't receptive to it. 
you have to be resilient. You have to stand behind your beliefs. And I think that passion too, I think, you know, I didn't realize how passionate I was about what I did until I started Monday Talent. I think before that it was kind of, you know, I, I guess I just never really recognized it, but have that passion for what you do. And, you know, again, like push forward, you can do it. And I mean, I think everyone is capable as well. Everyone is capable. I love it. Look, Carly, before I ask you the final question, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you for the incredible work that you've done and that you're doing for showing us that even if we did or do launch a business during a pandemic, it's not all doom and gloom. We can get out the other side as long as we stick to our guns, work hard and always see the bright light at the end of the tunnel. And for that, we really appreciate you. Thank you, Michelle course. So the final question is how we finish every episode of the Peers to Peers podcast. And that is, what is the value of pursuing what you're most passionate about? I think the value in that is your own happiness. I think, you know, we spend a great deal of our lives working. Um, And obviously we're in a remote world now, but typically you're around the people that you work with more than you are anyone else in your life. Um, And I think just having that passion and, you know, having that happiness and excitement in what you do is absolutely huge. You know, you have to believe in the idea. You have to believe in yourself and just really having all those factors together. I think, you know, that helps you to persevere and, and really be a success. Oh, amazing. Oh, Carly, thank you so, so much. We've had an absolute blast. So awesome to chat. Where can we learn more about you and Monday Talent? Of course. So um, you can look at our website. It's monday-talent.com. Um, we also have a um, an Instagram profile as well. If you'd like to check that out, that was Monday underscore talent on Instagram. Um, you can feel free to send me a note on LinkedIn as well. I'm always there. And my email address is carly at monday-talent.com too. And don't be a stranger. I'm happy to chat to anyone. Amazing. Thanks so much, Carly. We'll add that to the show notes. Thank you so much again. It's been so amazing. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Of course. And for everyone else listening, we will end with that. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. Remember, Peers, we're here to help you turn your passion into a business. And so is Shopify. And so if you're looking to start your biz, head to shopify.com.au for your 14-day free trial. Peers, that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by Shopify. We hope you've enjoyed your introduction to our latest guest peer and that you find them as gung-ho as we do. For more, make sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a review. We produce with passion, and it doesn't stop here. To see what else we're up to, visit thepeersproject.com or follow us on Instagram at thepeersproject. We'll have fresh, real talk for you next week, peers. Until then... If you need inspiration, look amongst your peers.